Welcome to the Rise Priestess podcast, a place for women just like you who are in the process of claiming their callings, rising into priestesshood, and building a legacy. This is where values-driven women come to learn how to unleash their gifts and share them unapologetically with the world to unlock deep contribution and potent prosperity. I'm your host, Dr. Sarah Coxon. I'm an author, yoga teacher, activist, and business mentor. I bridge together feminine-inspired leadership and divine masculine action that quantum leaps you into an expansive experience of life and business. I believe that business is a vehicle for not only living a more purposeful and free life, but for also contributing to social and ecological healing. I live in a coastal town in Portugal and have been channeling my inner priestesshood into various heart-centered businesses since 2016. Back then, I left my life as an archaeologist to play my part in the reawakening of the feminine. Although I now run a successful mission-driven business, it's been quite the journey. I've had to move past imposter syndrome, own my gifts, make friends with money, step into feminine leadership, dismantle toxic conditioning, and learn ethical marketing practices. I'm here to help you on your journey to living life and doing business on your terms. From guest interviews to solo heart riffs to laser coaching sessions, this podcast is here to inspire you to reclaim the feminine, live your dharma, and get paid for being you. So sit back, take a deep breath, sister, and let's dive into today's episode. Hey, and welcome to another episode of the podcast. Welcome back. I know that there are many of you who are new listening, so I want to say thank you for being here. And usually I'm quite regular with my episodes, um, but since we have been on lockdown, I have been giving myself a lot of time and space to process what's going on um, because it isn't just about us individually like there's lots of collective stuff happening and as an empath or someone who's quite sensitive like I am and I'm sure many of you listening are um, we really pick up on collective energies collective anxiety so it's really important more than ever that we just give ourselves time to process and just basically let ourselves off the hook and also Um, I had a really heavy period and my energy was so low and I kind of knew that that would happen. tends to happen if there has been something particularly stressful going on um, throughout the month and of course we are still, as I'm recording this, on lockdown and even though, you know, consciously we may feel fine and be like, oh, I'm just getting on and it's kind of a new normal, unconsciously there is that low level stress response. So it does, it will play um, a role in our hormones and everything like that. So I'm sharing with you guys so that you can just be very, very gentle with yourself. And uh, in this episode, I am going to be heart riffing on the sister wound and what we can do to heal it. And I'm going to be very, very candid, open, share with you some stories of mine. And my intention for doing that is so that you just don't feel like you're alone and that you're the only one, because I promise you that you're not. And before we kind of dig into that, 
I just really want to thank you for listening. There are so many podcasts out there, as you know, and it is such an honor that you are listening and tuning into my podcast. And yeah, I kind of have to pinch myself really. Um, A few years ago, I would have been like, no one really wants to listen to what I have to say. So I am living proof that you can move past that imposter syndrome and feeling like you have nothing to give and you can make an impact in the world, no matter how big or small, it doesn't matter. Um, And I always love seeing you guys listening and I always love knowing what your biggest takeaways are. So please do, if you feel called to, please do screenshot and share Um, this episode on your socials, maybe on your Instagram stories and tag me at Dr. Sarah Coxon so that I can give you a shout out as well. And if this podcast is having an impact upon your life, then please, please, please pay it forward by subscribing and also leaving a review. This helps more women such as yourself um, not only come across it because it it helps with, I don't know if podcasts have an algorithm, but basically it helps women find it um, and it helps them get the guidance that they deserve and my deepest desire is that this podcast grows I want it to grow but only you as as my community can help me do that so thank you so much in advance and before we get started this episode is sponsored by the Limitless Living Guided Meditation and 11 page digital guide and this is a truly fantastic resource if you have this sense that you're here for bigger things but you find yourself lacking clarity, lacking confidence, maybe procrastinating, not really knowing what it what that actually is. And you want to know, well, how do I actually move forward? Like what's holding me back and how do I move forward? So in this guide, you will discover everything that you need to know to focus on, to free yourself up and to program yourself for a life beyond limits. And there's also a really powerful theta meditation to help you get started. This basically helps you to program yourself for limitless living so it's insanely valuable um visit www.moonmagicmiracles.com forward slash limitless living or you can click the link in the show notes and download it now and if you tend to go yeah 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 i'll do that later and then you never do it then stop this podcast go and download it now so that you have it in your inbox for when you have finished okay so the sister wound oh i kind of feel a little bit like oh my gosh about sharing this uh, with you guys, but vulnerability and truth are my superpowers and it's what I believe in and my values, so I'm gonna go for it. Um, this, This thing around the sister wound has come up for me many times throughout my life, but it's coming up for me recently because I am now finally writing my forthcoming book called Way of the Priestess. And this book is really for any woman that feels this call to rise in her feminine power, to reclaim it and to make a difference in the world and live her purpose. So I'm writing this book and what I'm doing is most days I'm sitting down and I'm just seeing what flows through me. And some of it is like, wow, that is gold. I'm a genius. And then some of it I'm like, oh my God, that's utter shit. No one's going to read this. So it's a process. But something that has been coming up in the past week as I've been writing is this idea of the sister wound. And it's something that has affected me throughout my life and still will come up from time to time, particularly now as I am in a role of leadership. And as I am, I guess, what am I saying? I guess I am I am feeling more powerful than ever before. 
So what is the sister wound? Well, for me, the way I describe it is that it is this fundamental mistrust of women by women. And for me, it's this idea that we should be in competition with women or that if one woman is more beautiful or smarter or um, more powerful than us, then it means that, you know, that's a bad thing and that we feel bad. This is the sister wound and it leads to a lot of judgment. It leads to a lot of rejection and it feels horrible. And uh, this, this for me, this pain that I feel when I feel like I'm being judged or rejected by females in particular, because really I just fucking love women but this pain was imprinted within me during my teenage years so I went to an all-girls school and I know that my parents thought they were doing the best thing for me you know I actually remember my dad saying well there won't be any distractions you won't have any boys and I'm like wow like with hindsight I'm like oh dad (laughs) like do you know what was distracting really bitchy girls um so they sent me to this school and it was like, in the UK, it was like this, at the time, the sixth best school in the country. And they really just thought they were doing me um, favor. And I also recognize my privilege, you know, but going to an all girl school, if there's anyone that's been to an all girl school, like send me a message, let me know, because I feel you um, on like in theory it should be like all sleepovers and we're all braiding each other's hair but in reality it was tough because teenage girls because of the society that they grow up in and because they're bombarded by all these messages that they're not good enough by media and advertising and things like that they can be horrible and I was bullied and I was the weird one Uh, you know at the age of 15 I was wearing Doc Martens and punk clothes and I was making my own clothes and I was um I was really just coming into my own power and I was questioning the establishment I was questioning a lot I was engaging in spiritual ritual and I was getting into paganism and Wicca and magic and goddess worship and I was weird in the eyes of the other girls and I was weird and so what would happen is that um I would kind of have a group of friends and it would be great and I'd be doing everything for them and I was just like I was a really good friend and then suddenly they would just ghost like one day we would come to school and they just didn't want to speak to me anymore or um there would be like this low level bitchiness um And it happened time and time again, and it really, really hurt. And basically it meant that for my teenage years, I really mistrusted women. And I also had this belief, there must be something wrong with me. Like I'm weird, there must be something wrong with me. And actually I can look back now and just think, wow, like I was just a woman, a young woman coming into her power, questioning things. Um, And I'm quite a formidable force. Like there's something really energetic about me and just kind of... um, yeah I'm a force to be reckoned with and now I recognize that but then I felt like there was something wrong with me like it shouldn't be that way so what happened was that I started to shrink I started to um, hide parts of myself and this got really 
uh, I don't want to say bad, but that, that's the word that's coming up. So this got really bad during my 20s, actually, because I, I hid a huge part of who I was, particularly because I was an academic, I was in an academic setting, and I just really wanted to be like taken seriously by my peers. So I hid things about myself. I hid the fact that I was really into spirituality. I hid the fact that, you know, I meditated with crystals. And, you know, even I'm laughing now, but I mean... I think it's pretty cool, but I hid it. And it also meant that I really didn't trust women. And I think because I didn't trust women, I kept attracting these experiences where women, I was bringing women into my life who um, who didn't have my best interests at heart and who actually felt threatened by me. Um, ooh, I'm, I'm going to go here. Um, I didn't think I was going to talk about this, but when I was... Um, when I was writing my PhD, I had an academic supervisor. I'm not going to name her. Um, and she, there was some low level bullying there as well. She wasn't supportive. She was, you know, she was a mentor. She was supposed to be mentoring me and supervising me, but she wasn't supportive. She put me down in front of the men in our project. And again, because I had this belief that I was not good enough, we would go to project meetings she would say something about an idea that I had or whatever and I would be there like trying not to cry I would be there like oh my god I just need to go to the toilet and cry because it confirmed this belief that had been imprinted within me during my teenage years like first of all I can't trust women and second of all I'm not good enough and that was my experience up until my mid-20s and it was only when I really started to come into my own, I left academia, that I started to recognize this as the sister wound. And I basically had two choices. I was like, okay, well, I can shrink and I can try and please everyone and or, you know, I can just be myself. And um, yeah, it's it hasn't been easy for me because in the past three three or so years I've become more myself than ever before and I have owned a lot of my gifts I have owned a lot of my power and because of this there have been friendships people online who have really judged the fuck out of me and rejected me and it is painful because it brings up this old wound that I have. Even recently, um, last year, I formed a friendship with a woman who had originally, she'd originally been a client, she'd done a little bit of work with me. And um, we had then become really, really good friends. Like I vibed with her so much. I thought she was absolutely, I still do think she's amazing. I thought she was amazing. And um, you know, we were messaging most days and I, I helped her a lot with her business and I I trusted her completely. I trusted her and I, I trusted that she would be able to see me as I am, which is just someone that genuinely wants to help. And yeah, it can be, uh, you know, a lot, but heart is in the right place. And there are a few, and this, our friendship flourished for like six months or so, and we collaborated and did some really cool things together. And then out of nowhere, for me at least, um, she just stopped messaging me and for three weeks ghosted me. 
And I, during those three weeks, it was agony for me. It really brought up this sister wound. It really brought up this idea of, oh my gosh, I'm too, I'm too much for people. I'm too much for people. Maybe I need to shrink. Like maybe I'm too much. Maybe, oh, it was painful. And I was, I was kind of working through it with um, a therapist as well, because I believe in therapy and coaching. And I invest in that so much because I think it's really important and we all deserve that. And, um, It was really enlightening because I had this idea, even though logically I was like, if someone says something about me or has an opinion about me or rejects me, it reflects upon them and their inner world. I knew that logically, but I wasn't, my emotional response was not to that. My emotional response was, I am responsible for other people's Uh, emotions I'm responsible for their thoughts about me I'm responsible for their behavior and so I had to do a lot of unpicking there and eventually I I did with the help of my therapist I did send her a message and I I just said hey do you know what Um, let's talk because I am very confused I don't know what's gone on I'm completely in the dark here and um, I have I was just really candid I was like I've been crying for three weeks Um, I don't know what's going on I love you and this is why it's painful. And eventually we had a phone call. She said that she felt that there was a power dynamic. So I was kind of feeling into this. I was kind of like, oh, okay. Like I'm kind, I was kind of right about it. That there was a power dynamic and um, that she didn't think it was healthy. And I have to say that floored me even more actually. Rather than getting, getting some kind of resolve, that floored me even more because again, it it kind of highlighted this fear that I had, which is like, if I am too powerful, then I will lose people I love or they will reject me. And that's exactly what happened. So now, and and since then, I did a lot of soul searching. I did a lot of like looking within myself. And in that situation, in a way that I wasn't able to as a teenager, I chose myself. I said, no, I, yeah, no, I'm not perfect. There is a lot of things that I can improve on, but that's not a reason to beat myself up because every single human is human and humanly imperfect. And that if someone feels that they're, that I am trying to have power over them, I know my truth. I know that that's not true. I know that it's just that I'm a, I'm a powerful woman and I am in more allegiance with that than a friendship that doesn't serve me and that won't let me be myself. So I eventually let her know that I loved her and I will always love her and I still miss her so much but I let her know that I needed to choose me and that I need to be surrounded by people that most of the time, because we're not perfect, but most of the time, allow me to be myself. Yes, call me up on my shit, please do. I have friends that call me up on my shit all the time, because I ask them to as well. But these are women that allow me to be myself. They recognize my energy, my power, and they don't feel threatened by it, because they have done enough inner work to recognize that 
if they're rejecting something about me or they're judging something about me, then it's something within them that needs looking at. And this is what I see. Whenever I judge or condemn another woman, I recognize that it's usually because I am rejecting something within myself or I'm not allowing for a certain quality within myself. So I've kind of gone all over here. I, I guess I want to give you some some kind of more practical things on if this is really speaking to you and you think, yeah, like I've definitely been there. Um, and this isn't me about, this isn't me calling anyone out. This is just me sharing almost taboo things, like things that you shouldn't really share. And I believe that as we share, it's not only medicine for us, but it's medicine for others. But anyway, I want to give you some more kind of tangible things that you can focus on that can, um, yeah, that can kind of help you start to heal this sister wound. And the first thing is, I've already touched on this, is recognizing that that when someone is judging us or we are judging another person or we're rejecting them or we're making a story about them or they're making a story about us or they have an opinion about us, it's that whatever we reject is like I said, it's because we don't allow it within ourselves. Like either we're rejecting something about ourselves, like we're not compassionate with ourselves. We pretend we don't actually, you know, say say that you're like, oh wow, she's really loud, you know. It's probably because we are loud and we judge that about ourselves or we wish we could be louder, but we don't allow ourselves. So yeah, it's it's really interesting. Whenever we judge, it's actually a we have to kind of take that mirror and and look at our own reflection. And it's the same for other people. The route to healing the sister wound is really radical self-acceptance. Recognizing that we can be completely compassionate with our with ourselves and accept ourselves fully even the things that society has taught us is not very nice like jealousy or um yeah whatever it is that we judge about ourselves what if we were just to invite it in and radically accept then the way in which we relate to others changes completely and recognizing that you're not in control of if another person is able to do that or not some people can't do that they're just so locked into trauma patterns that they they literally cannot pick up that mirror and look at themselves and then there are others that won't those that won't maybe it's an idea to just ask yourself do you really want to be surrounded by people that won't reflect upon themselves it's painful sometimes we have to lose and sever relationships but our inner integrity is more important and it's more important to be yourself than be surrounded by people. Yeah, to be yourself and be alone than be surrounded by people that um, that you can't be yourself around. And this leads me on to uh, another point, which is boundaries. So we don't have to be available for people that don't make us feel good or that put us down or that judge us or that constantly criticize. We just don't have to be available for that anymore. 
My biggest learning from last year is that friendship has to be earned and I have always been this kind of woman that was so ready to give, so willing to jump into friendships and share herself completely and that's why I'm being so candid in this podcast because that's part of of who I am and I'm just like yeah let me just share, let me just bear my soul to you guys and it kind of works in um it works for my business, you know, and it works for you guys as well because it's it's medicine. Uh, for me, it's medicine for you. And, you know, if you decide like, I don't really like this podcast, I'm never going to listen to it again. Or like, oh God, this girl is so annoying. Then, you know, you're free, free to unsubscribe, unfollow, all those things. And yeah, there might be a little bit of like, if I see that, but it's not, you know, it's not the be all, it's not the be all and end all. Or the not the end of the world, that's what I mean. Um, And it can be, yeah, but it can be difficult in friendships. So I have made a pact with myself that friendship needs to be earned. So my friendship, it's not like, oh, you have to prove yourself to me or anything like that. But my friendship needs to be earned. So there needs to be this sense of giving and taking, giving and taking, giving and receiving. That's what I mean. Um... So, yeah, and it's boundaries are so important. So, just a very simple question is like, what am I available for, and what am I not available for with my friendships, my female friendships? And a third thing is just to oh, to have compassion. So the thing is, like, people act like idiots and in hurtful ways, ourselves included, because deep down they are, we are in pain. And a lot of these people, ourselves included, don't even realize that that's why they're acting the way they are. It's just that they're in pain. And so the criticism, the judgment, the rejection, the, you know, calling of names, whatever it is that is kind of showing up that sister wound, they're just in pain. They're just really in pain. And I had a recent uh, situation actually with a really good friend of mine where she needed to step away from our friendship for a little bit. Not in a kind of like, we're not friends anymore, but just we weren't messaging so much and she she had to kind of, I think she muted me on social media, which is fair enough. Um, because she was just in so much inner pain. And you know what it's like when you see a friend that's like doing really well or like, you know, um, seems to have their shit together. (laughs) FYI, I do not have my shit together um, because nobody does. But it was painful for her and it was really triggering for her and she, she was kind of getting lost in the friendship a little bit. So she needed to take some time away. And you know, there was part of me that was like, oh my God, is this happening again? No, like, I'm, and then same old story, I'm too powerful, people will always leave me, blah, blah, blah. Um, but this time around, you know, I had the presence of mind and the sense of self to be like, okay, I'm not going to interfere with her process. And I just felt this real compassion for her, like, she needs that time, she needs to, she, she needs what she needs. And I also had to have a lot of compassion with me because I was like, but I'm human and these things, you know, it can be a bit like, ugh. Um, and so, yeah, compassion. God, compassion is so healing. More compassion in the world. It'll be such a better place. 
And then finally is seek your women. Seek women who are on that journey of growth and who are going to recognize a lot of these concepts that I'm sharing with you. I mean, this is one of the reasons why I created the Limitless Academy and the Priestess Mentorship Program, because community, even online community of women who are in the arena with you is powerful. It's really, really powerful. And yes, of course, there's nothing better than um, being with people in person. But some of my best friends I have met online. So one of my best friends, Abby, we met in a Facebook group like two years ago now. And she's now going to be one of my bridesmaids whenever I get married, which, you know, who knows? Thanks, Corona. Um, so you can really form deep friendships with women online. And, and it's really the way to do that is to put yourself out there and to... Um, yeah, to allow it to happen. Um, two of my priestesses, Lynette and Becky, they have um, they went through my priestess mentorship program and they're now um, continuing to do some work with me. And they they have online it's online relationship, but the way that they support each other in their growth is incredible. So it's really important important to surround yourself with women who get this journey and do it in any way you can you know if you can invest in in joining a a paid group I would so suggest that you do that do one that like go for one that makes your heart like sing and if you're not in a position to invest then find you know maybe find a free Facebook group or um you know interact with people on Instagram, whatever, like it's the whole world is available at your fingertips. So that's what I have for you on the sister wound. We went all over the place. I shared some things that I'm probably going to regret sharing, but anyway, there you go. Um, I would love to know if any parts of my story really resonate with you. Um, I would love to know what your biggest takeaways have been. Yeah, if you feel if you feel called, then please send me a message on Instagram at Dr. Sarah Coxon. Um, if you're not following me, then please follow me there as well. Um, and I'd love to say hi to you and join um, welcome you to the Instagram community. And if this spoke to you and you want other women to hear this medicine, then please screenshot share it on your socials, tag me, send me a message, do all of those things. I really, really appreciate it. I am sending you so much love. I am so grateful for you, my wonderful community. And I will be back very soon with another episode. Thank you so much for tuning into the Rise Priestess podcast. If this episode spoke to you, you can contribute greatly by sharing it to your Instagram stories. Make sure that you also tag me at Dr. Sarah Coxon so that I can personally reach out and thank you. And if you're not already a member of my Instagram community, you can pop over there now and join us. I keep it very real over there, sharing behind the scenes of my life and business to inspire you to live life and do business your own way. 
You can also apply to be a guest on the show by emailing Sarah at Dr. Sarah Coxon with the subject podcast guest. You can also head over to my website. The link is in the show notes to find out more about how I can help you step into your unique priestesshood to unlock deep contribution and potent prosperity. See you next time.